Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for July 15th. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today, it's Bobby. How you doing, Bobby? Hey, everybody, uh, especially those who you know who you are. I'm happy to be here. And Taryn, thank you so much for once again bringing me in on my favorite type of day, a showman's debacle type of day. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it was, uh, it's very important that uh, that Bobby is able to comment on all showman's related issues. <laughs> you know, it's my favorite topic. It's just showman's, not gameplay, not gameplay at all. Just, you know. Whenever people talk about, you know, their problems or their relationship problems, that's what I'm here for. Mm, it's very it's very important. Uh, luckily, we did actually get some gameplay along with the uh, the showman's here. So we'll we'll have we'll have a lot to talk about today. Uh, it was day 26 in the Big Brother 21 house. And we're going to tell you everything, everything that happened in the in the whole day. It's going to be great. Um, we started the day. With uh, still a continued fallout from the whole Nicole situation. Uh, now, at this point, as we've been talking about, Six Shooters is firmly on the uh, firmly of the belief that Nicole was telling the truth, telling the yeah. truth about everything, really, and that uh, they even believe that, like, not only was Nicole telling the truth, but that she genuinely was not intentionally trying to pin the sides against each other, that she was telling the truth, even when she was saying that she was just trying to to find her place, and and that's really all that it was. She was just trying to find her place. She was not intentionally trying to pin the sides against each other, which is the one thing that she was lying about. (laughs) She was intentionally (laughs) trying to do that. You know, honestly, I'm just glad that she's on the right side. You know, honestly, I'm I'm just happy that people are starting to trust her a little bit, albeit 
maybe not my favorite side of the house, but I'll take it. I'll take it that she's not as in trouble as we once thought she would be. Yes, it's uh, she she's managed to skate out from under this danger and is really back in a pretty decent spot, actually, that we'll uh, we'll we'll get to um, because there's a lot of talk about the plan for next week and, and we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, Sam is going to talk with Cliff and essentially give him kind of a heads up like uh, is Cliff is asking him, you know, there are people that want me out. So who are those people? Are they people make maybe Tommy and Christy and Jack? And Sam is like, yeah, people like that, maybe. Yeah, might be wanting you out. But don't worry, because Nicole is leaving. Nicole is leaving. So um, don't worry about it. Because uh, Sam still believes that that is, in fact, the case. Yeah, he's stuck that that's exactly what's going to happen. Um, him and some others are going to be in for a rude surprise come uh, Thursday night. But... I'm excited. I'm excited for a little action finally happening in this house. You know, we've seen week after week the same old thing. Everyone's on the same boat. Um, you know, last week was the only time we had um, a one vote difference. So it's going to be nice to see a little change up and a little debacle happen Thursday night if it stays according to plan. Yes, uh, there's definitely some uh, some some surprises in store for Nick, Bella, and Sam. Um, Sis, or sorry, uh, Cliff is then going to go talk to Jack and ask Jack what's up because he's now given he's been given a little bit of a, of a heads up that maybe people are not quite as on board with him as as he might hope and that his uh you know people talking about uh him wanting to go after people is more damaging than he had hoped and so he's talking to jack and he's like hey jack what's up uh, you know how, how is everything going am i staying this week and jack does his his thing which is uh you know oh yeah well you're totally good no you don't have nothing to worry about uh you know it's uh it's totally totally fine i mean hey cat even might use the veto on you you still don't you still don't know about that for sure and uh and then jack's gonna leave and cliff bought zero percent of it he was like well i'm gone yeah yeah he he sees the writing on the wall uh, it just reiterates the fact that Jack is a terrible, terrible game player to me. Um, yeah, it, and I, I love that Cliff can at least see this coming. He understands the dynamics in the house and he knows what to look for because he is a super fan. He knows exactly the type of conversations people have had in past seasons that really give that kind of thing away. And, uh, you know, I feel bad for Cliff. I really do like Cliff and I think that it's unfortunate he's in the position he's in. I feel like if he just could have got through one more week, one more week after this twist was out of the way, he would have been home free for at least till jury to uh, possibly make a run at this thing. I mean, who would get rid of him until final three? Um, well, maybe not final three, maybe final four or five or so. But still, we would have got a few more weeks of uh, of him on the show. And it's just unfortunate that this twist, I feel like, really got in the way. Hey, we never know. Maybe by some crazy chance, he'll be able to win his way back in. But uh yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't see it happening. I think it's uh, the end of the cliff situation for us. Yes, uh, it's it's not looking good 
for old Cliffy here. We're on the edge um, of the cliff. Mm, yeah. Sis is going to talk with Holly. And uh, now Sis has been spending a lot more time with Nick again because her and Jack are essentially mostly broken up at this point. That she was never really comfortable with how much Jack, uh, you know, seems invested in his Christie relationship. And, uh, you know, he broke up with her like twice. And so she's eventually now coming around to the fact that maybe maybe Jack is just not that into her and so she's been kind of swaying back over toward Nick and now that Nick is getting more attention from sis he's uh maybe swaying a little back toward sis and so they've been cuddling quite a lot very close cuddling flirting together uh lots of uh of talking and and obvious very obvious flirting um something that people talk about with Nick all the time is something that we've talked about on the updates which is that in this house people talk to each other right in front of other people and when I say people I mean Nick Nick is the person that whispers in front of an entire group of, of, of people in a room. Um, and he's also the person that will flirt with uh, sis very, very openly and cuddle with her right in front of Bella. Uh, so um, Nick just very open about everything, I guess. And uh, so she's going to be spending a lot of time with Nick. And so she's talking to Holly and saying like, I, you know, I'm kind of worried about this whole situation. I feel like maybe we shouldn't be betraying Nick because I feel like for me, at least Nick is a lot more loyal to me than Jack is. I mean, Jack would choose Christy over me. Nick would not choose Christy over me. That's a very solid point from sis that I was not expecting her to be able to realize. Um, and she's having a hard time believing that he really would come after her. Uh, she says, I want to believe him when I look him in the eye and he tells me that it wasn't true. I, I want to believe him. And I really just feel like Nick is more my ride or die than Jack. I feel like, uh, I don't know. I feel like I can be more myself around Nick and, and around Jack. It's just like a blank slate. and I'm just nervous. Um, and Holly tries to push back but it's it's not really uh it's not really she's not really selling it uh sis is really kind of just feeling like i don't know if i want to ruin this relationship with nick and i mean really you know as for as much credit as we're trying to give sis uh i i think this is a lot more um sort of relationship oriented than game oriented ultimately when she's talking about like oh i just feel like i can be more myself around nick and i don't know about jack i feel like he just wants this the physical thing and he He's more into Christy. And I'm like, oh, what am I thinking? She's on Love Island. Her head is on Love Island. I was just going to say, how did we not see that they moved it to six days a week for Love Island? Mm. Because this really just had it written all in the stars that this was Love Island material. Um, Yeah, no. At first, I was like, oh, okay, sis is, you know, I see. I see how she's making sense with her game. You know, it's starting to come together that. Yeah, Nick would be better for her because he's going to want to keep her around and do everything he can to protect her. And then she kept talking about how much she really just likes the situation she's in. And I realized, OK, yeah, we're, we're just dealing with the showman's thing. It's it's not happening. Um, yeah, I I can't do this stuff. It's just so infuriating to watch because it's just the, you know, the high school drama. But it's Big Brother season 21. And this is what we get. Um, yeah, no, I. I just feel like this is a smart move for her game, but I feel like you're exactly right when you say that she's using it more as a relationship thing than she is actually for her gameplay. Yes. 
All right. So six shooters are going to get together and agree that they are still not going to tell uh, anybody about the fact that they are planning to save Nicole and vote to keep her. Um, They're not going to tell Nicole. uh, They're not going to tell Sam and they're not going to tell Cliff. Cliff is going to ask them, hey, guys, like. You could just tell me like five minutes before the eviction just so I can, you know, uh, so I can say hi. So I can say hi to my family before I get evicted. Like, that would be great. And they're like, no, we're not going to do that. No. And he's still going to shout out his family. I hope I hope he still realizes what's going on there. But uh, yeah, no, it's. It's unfortunate. I, and I feel bad for him because he's been such a good guy. Um, you know, little rat floatery a little bit in certain ways. But I, I mean, I still feel like he's going to see the writing on the wall and do it anyways. Yeah. And I mean, it is a little bit of a gut punch to to Cliff there. But at the same time, I feel like if this was anyone else and they were asking if they could be warned about their blind side so they could do some shout outs, I'd be like, oh, no, don't tell them. So I got to I got to be a little consistent there and, and say I, I probably agree with that choice. Yeah, I agree. Um, so uh, six shooters are also going to uh, discuss. Now, Tommy says that uh, Tommy is really going to um, I think I'm, I'm going to see today, especially a lot of Tommy directing things behind the scenes. Well, you know, even just last night I was saying that, uh, you know, Christy is the most influential. Tommy's in the best spot. But uh, I really saw yesterday what I've been looking for in Tommy, which is his ability to formulate plans to lead from. Not quite the front, but uh, but maybe a couple of spaces removed from the front and uh, and manipulate and all of these things. And I saw I saw all of that from Tommy here today. Uh, Obviously, we've been seeing some of it in the fact that he's been included in every conversation um, that anybody has up until this point. But he is also now really formulating some uh, some interesting plans and and using some of the manipulation ability that uh, it, it seems that he does have. And so Tommy's says guys we need to avoid gathering in groups until this is all over uh this we need to be very very careful because if nick catches wind of what we're doing or the fact that we are still going after him then we could potentially get ourselves put on the block at the veto ceremony so we cannot spook him at all we need to make sure that he continues to stick with whatever he's trying to do and that he's going to put nicole up on the block and and at that point, we can uh, we can feel more confident. But before then, this is the last time we get together as a group and we're just going to you know spread out and keep talking to, to Nick and Bella and keep uh, making them comfortable. He also formulates this uh, plan. He suggests to Christy that, uh, OK, Christy, you should what you should do to help make them feel comfortable and help make Sam in particular this because we're not going to warn Sam ahead of time. But the plan is that next week we're going to go after Nick. Um but then try to retain Sam by saying you we're not going to let you get dragged down by him. Uh, what we should do is you should approach Nick Christie uh, or sorry, you should approach Sam Christie and uh, and tell Sam that you still have some reservations about the whole Nick and Bella uh, situation and then allow yourself to be smoothed over by by Sam when Sam explains it and and tells you and says oh you, you don't you don't need to worry because of this this and this then uh, then you're going to be like oh Sam you've made me feel so much better 
You've you've totally, uh, you know, squashed my reservations. I feel so good now, Sam. You're so great. Um, and this is an interesting, interesting plan. And I'm, I'm interested to see if it if it uh, if they go through with it and if it if it works, because I think it's I think it's kind of clever. It's it's very clever. And um, to go back to what you said prior, I, I really do agree with you. He is privy to everything that's going on in the house. It's really I don't know if we've seen something like that to this extent, really, since, well, well, maybe Tyler a little bit last season, but we, you don't see someone getting information from everyone. He knows every single power in the house when it comes to the activity competitions. And that's, that's super, super amazing information to have in this house going forward. He knows exactly where the bodies lie when it comes to those situations. So that and all the conversations about who's with who and, you know, being in the tight alliances that he is, it's really good for his game. Um, now, to go back to what you said about the Sam situation, this is huge. Like, if they can get this done and it works out in their favor, I think going forward, they're going to be in an even better spot than they already were, especially for Tommy and Christy. It's it's a great situation for them. And I, I want to see how it plays out because I'm I have my reservations, but I think it could. Yes. Uh, Kat is going to talk to Cliff. Um, he's going to, you know, obviously be like, hey, I mean, if you wanted to use the veto on me. <laughs> but Kat is essentially saying, you know, it's, it's I'm going to use it on Jess. But don't you worry. Uh, Nicole, the snake is the one that's going to go up and go home. Um, now, Kat is uh, pretty upset with Nicole because uh, of when Nicole told her that she was an outsider. So um, it, it going back to when we talked about Kat comforting Nicole and then giving the camera a look, I think that cam- that look to the camera was in fact a sort of like mm, not not genuine look from Kat. She was pretty upset with Nicole for calling her an outsider. She said, I'm not an outsider. That's not me. How dare she? Um, and so Kat really would like to see Nicole go home and the rest of six shooters are going to give her that sort of lip service that that is, in fact, going to be the case that they don't worry. We aren't sending Nicole home um, because and, and so, so Nicole yet again in a situation where, as Rob points out, the truth hurts. And Nicole is a, uh, a purveyor of truth and people just don't like it when she tells them the truth. Yeah, the truth does hurt. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> yeah, no, it, they they're just doing what they have to do right now. But Nicole's not going anywhere anytime soon. Yes. Um, so Kemi is going to talk with Nick. She asked Nick for a conversation a few hours prior. And uh, so uh, Nick said, yeah, absolutely. Uh, let me just grab Tommy so that he can supervise. <laughs> um and so they eventually have a conversation with Tommy supervising. And in this conversation, nothing really gets done, except that Nick, uh, Nick is essentially just going to admit fault to everything and apologize. He's uh, he says, look, Kemi, you're right. I snaked you. I, I played you and I'm sorry. Uh, and you know what? I, I, I got heated. You know, I was there for you earlier and you you went off on me. And so I got I was hurt and I shouldn't have uh, responded in the way that I did. And I got too heated and I apologize for that as well. Uh, I'm I'm embarrassed by my behavior and I respect you and I would love to be friends with you outside of the game if if that's what you want. Yeah, no. And honestly, I love this move by him because it I feel like it eases the tension between him and Kimmy. 
Bella and Kimmy still have that tension. And just in case she does come back into the game, it's a little bit eased because she just wanted him to be real with her in a way. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think that Kimmy really took control of that situation though and, and got her point across too. Yes. Um, now, Kemi is not still not pleased. Uh, she's almost she's almost more annoyed that Nick is just admitting to everything. That is um, true. That is true. I just feel like in the long run, maybe it'll help him more yeah, than Bella. Certainly, I, I I agree with that. Uh, certainly, Kemi is still more anti Bella. I wish I could find the quote right now um, because later in the night, Kemi is going to call Nick. Um, Oh man, I, I want to get it. So like like a douche nozzle or something. Um and uh it yeah, was really great. It was really great. I wish I could find maybe it was just douche. It was it douche was something. Douche lord. Douche lord. Douche lord, maybe, yes. That might yes. be it. I think that's what it was. Yeah, she uh, she just doesn't uh it's just so great. She I love how Tommy had to be there to like get in the way of any kind of situation happening too. But yeah, no, douche lord, uh yeah, that that's going to be maybe the hashtag for the week. Yeah, she's she's later going to talk to Nicole and she's going to be like, he just admitted to everything and apologized. Like, <laughs> and Nicole said, he did that to me, too. <laughs> like, what a douche. Lord. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's so good. Um, I do. I have I, like a little bit of a theory. If I am going to armchair psychologize uh, Nick here for a second, um, he talks a lot about like how he was there for people and then they betrayed his trust after he was there for them. Um, he is a therapist. I wonder if there's a part of him that has sort of um made made out to be like his therapy is a transaction in his real life he gets paid to uh be there for people and so i wonder if part of that has translated to his real life where he feels a little bit owed if he is there for somebody and helps them through something um that's again that's completely uh just me being an armchair psychologist there um but, no, but that's uh that's a good point yeah that's a good point. I never really thought about that, but the way that whole conversation went down yesterday and even the fact that he had Tommy there to moderate it, it it really does give off that, you know, psychiatrist type vibe and maybe that's his way of being able to confront the the situation and maybe handle the situation a little better. I I didn't think about it in that way, but once you bring that up that does make sense. Yeah, and and obviously that's that's a fairly common trait for people that you know. Oh, I was there for you, and then you betrayed me. But I feel like it's maybe uh, a little bit extra on uh, on Nick because of uh, of his occupation there. Um, but again, you know, just uh, just throwing things out there. Um, so Ovi is going to talk to uh, the cameras after talking to Cliff, um, and Ovi feels bad. Ovi feels bad. Uh, oh, sorry, Melissa in the chat says uh, we, you could be a therapist and uh, as a therapist, you don't feel that way. Yeah, I don't mean to say that all therapists are like that. I mean to say that I think with Nick in particular, um, yeah. maybe maybe that has seeped into his uh, his own personal life. Um, yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, Ovi's going to talk to the cameras after talking to Cliff. He feels bad that uh, that. 
Cliff's association with him is putting him uh, in danger. And he really would like to tell Cliff about his power, but he doesn't want Cliff to use it as a bargaining chip. And uh, and then it's it gets out. And so now if uh, if Ovi enters into the game, then uh, everybody knows about his power. Um, so that would uh, that would not be good now. What Ovi should hopefully, I would like for him to realize is that, uh, you know, A, <laughs> Ovi's power is probably the main reason Cliff is going home um, because they are concerned that uh, because they know about Cliff's uh, about Ovi's power. They are very the, the main argument for sending Cliff home is, well, if Ovi comes back and has the power, then now they're a dangerous duo in the house. So we need to get rid of Cliff so that only one of them can come back. Um, and they're also planning on telling everyone about Ovi's power if he is the one to come back. So there's no keeping it secret anyway. So if Cliff knew about the power, then he could probably do something about it and use some kind of argument against it. He's been very good at pleading his case with when he has full knowledge of what the case is against him. But without that knowledge, he is completely, uh, you know, uh, he's hanging off of a cliff with no with no rope uh, and he doesn't know what to do. So um, I do think that uh, that Ovi, yeah, I, I can understand where Ovi's coming from with this one. But uh, but, you know, I think it would help Cliff out if he did let him know. Now, Ovi is also going to discuss his plan for if he does come back into the game. And his plan would be that he wants to put up Jack and Christy. He feels like those are the two people in the center of everything. He also mentions Tommy, but ultimately feels like Jack and Christy are the two people that he would nominate and target because they are the people most out in front and the most uh, the most in the middle of everything. And if he put them up, then he could separate the whole thing. Little does he know, even if he got power, it wouldn't matter. But um, as long as as long as they didn't win the veto. True, true. As long as they didn't win the veto. But yes, um, no. And honestly, to go back what you're saying, if he really didn't want to let Cliff know just because he doesn't want that information to go out into the house. Doesn't he think already that Jack and Jackson had to have run their mouths a little bit about what his power is like? Clearly, they're working with someone on the house being, you know, the guys that they are and have never touched the block. They've got to be working with someone close in this house. So obviously that information's going around. And just like you said, little did you know, him telling the fact that he has that power is kind of why Cliff is going home. So, um, yeah, I just think now it's, it's really becoming more and more clear that Ovi just isn't really in touch with what's going on in this game. He is in bits and pieces, but not fully to the extent that others are. Um, I, I have a question for you, Taryn. Now that we have kind of an idea of who might be going this week, do you have a certain interest on who you'd like to see come back into the house from Camp Comeback? I mean, honestly, all four of them. Yeah. You'd be happy with no matter what the outcome is. Um, I honestly, yeah. I mean, I love David. I think David's great. I think that if David came back, he could maybe maybe save cat and jess from themselves and pull them away from the group uh and and use them as as an army but he also plans on trying to work with jack and jackson so i don't have a ton of faith with there um then uh with ovi 
I think that he actually does have one of the better reads in the house in terms of knowing where the actual power lies. And he's the only person in the house that has even talked about putting Christie up. Um, and so I feel like if Ovi came back in and won an HOH and actually did put Christie and Jack up, that could literally save the entire season, whereas the other people would not do anything like that. Uh, so Ovi, I would be perfectly fine with. Plus, he has a power, which would also help him out. Um, if uh, if Kemi came back, I love Kemi. I think she's fantastic. I would love to see more of her. Um, now, Kemi is probably... Unfortunately, even though she might be my favorite of the bunch, uh, she's also talked about like, I don't even want to be here anymore. She's kind of lost some of the fight uh, in, in the game. Um, so I, maybe I'd be OK. I'm, I'm telling myself that to be OK with with her leaving. Um, and then finally, it seems like if uh, that Cliff might go. Um, obviously, uh, I love Cliff. So if Cliff came back in, I'd be fine with that. But uh, but really, I think David or Ovi would probably be able to do the most amount of damage. And um, and people people are very hard on Ovi. And I th- I think people are hard on Ovi because he's such a nice guy. Honestly, I think that people are disappointed that he's not more mean to the people that they don't like and therefore they're a lot more tough on him and his position in the game he definitely got duped when he was in the house but again he is one of the only people talking about actually taking a shot at the main power structure in the house uh and people refuse to give him any credit for it uh and also uh refuse to believe that he's never been actually loyal to jack even though in the house when he was still there and hadn't been voted out yet he was talking about wanting to betray Jack. Uh, They just refuse to believe it because of how nice he is. And I think people don't like how nice he is. Well, and also we went in with such high expectations for Ovi. You know, we all put him as one of our top picks going in that we we saw him as someone who strategized about the game. I mean, he took a class that had to do with the game or his teacher taught him about the game. So we went in there with this expectation of him. So I feel like he hasn't fully delivered in that aspect, but that's also unfair of us to really put that on him. Um, at the same time, it's a lot different when you get into the house, you know, different dynamics. You don't know, we, they don't see what we see. So it's a lot harder for them to put the pieces together. All that being said, I feel like there are aspects that he's a little delusional on, but like what? I, I, just the fact that, he's told people about his power. How does he not expect that to fully get out? But yet he won't tell Cliff about it because he's worried about it getting out. Like that just doesn't make sense to me for someone that would know the information that he knows going into this house. Well, sure. So, but I mean, I can understand why he would still be like, well, I told them, but now I'm going to just hope that it doesn't go out and that I don't tell anyone else about it. Right. I, you just have to expect that these guys are working with someone. If he, I feel like, David and him have had conversations about what they think is going on. So he's knowledgeable in that aspect that I just feel like he has to see the writing on the wall. And I feel like there's areas that he doesn't. I agree with you. There's certain ways that I feel like he is doing okay in the game. But when it comes to that aspect, I think it's going right over his head. So, um, but besides that, as far as who I think should come back, I I really like David. I think David has a good uh, head on his shoulders for the game, but I worry about his position once he does come back into the house and he has no power to protect him. So I do agree with you that Ovi would be cool because of the fact that he has that power. Maybe it could shift something. And the fact that he wants to target Christy and and, uh, Jack, 
But other than that, David would be my next best one. And I love Cliff and Kimmy, but I, I just don't see it happening. Yes. Uh, I mean, I, let me be clear. I do not think that Ovi is good at the game. I think that uh, certainly I had high expectations of him going in, and those expectations were uh, very much uh, f- f- uh, fell. He, he fell short of those expectations yes. to a very large degree. And I am not high on him as a game player in any any sense uh, of the word. But as in, in terms of uh, of a person that people are calling him weak and that. Uh, uh, and that he's delusional and that, uh, you know, I'm seeing in the chat, he's like the kid that will do anything to be part of the popular crowd. I think that's a complete misread on who Ovi is. Again, even when he was trying to get in with the majority alliance, that was him playing the game. And he wasn't particularly fond of those people. He said to the cameras, people like it's like it's like people don't hear me when I say it. He said to the cameras multiple times that he wanted to betray Jack uh, because he saw what was going on. Um, and certainly he was duped and he believed that he was in good with them at that time but he still wanted to go against them eventually um and so i again i feel like it's just because he doesn't talk crap that people are like oh he's weak he's pathetic uh he just wants to fit in um but that's that's i i really just don't feel that that's the case and i feel like it's very unfair to ovi and so uh ovi stood up for some people in the house and i'm gonna stand up for ovi well and i get that and i totally understand where you're coming from a lot of that makes sense i i just also worry about the fact that if he gets back into the house he's going to probably be immediately back out the door because of the fact that they know about this power and yes he can you know change the noms but do we know with with uh christy's power can she just eventually change whatever he does anyways like is this completely null and voiding his power no matter what happens I, well, I, I, like I said, I think that, um, you know, ultimately Christie's power is more powerful than Ovi's. Um, but it doesn't completely negate it because, uh, you know, Ovi can still, you know, protect himself. And, um, and I believe that he would be safe from, actually, I don't know what, what That's happens. That's what I'm saying. With, Cause with like, well, if, is Ovi say, safe from a renom? Are the two initial nominees safe from a renom? I would have to imagine that's the case. Cause um, it just doesn't make sense otherwise. Otherwise yeah. his power is completely useless and he's got a target because he has the power and she can just end up putting him up no matter what. So it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I I would assume that uh, the nightmare power saves the initial nominee nominees from renomination because th- I mean that's the, again it completely even even without the diamond power of veto it would completely negate the purpose of the nightmare power if all the, all it takes is for one person to win the veto and use it and then their initial nominee can go right back up anyway so um, I would I would I would assume that that is the case and that the, the nightmare yeah. powers are safe the for chat saying the yeah they'd be safe so okay so that makes me feel better about it but still I, I I just I don't know with her power it just makes me really nervous for his game. Yes. Um, so just just again, one one more thing on Ovi before we move on is that because uh, because people are still like, oh, but he's he's weak. Taryn, you're wrong. Uh, I feel like Ovi has one of the strongest characters in the house in terms of just the fact that, again, he was the only person that stood up for Nicole when that whole thing went down. He was willing to go up there and speak out against a literal mob uh, and nobody else was willing to do that. And I think that speaks to if you're like, oh, talk is cheap. That was an action. And he was the only one that took action so uh that's what i have to say about that um i like on nola girl but we need the rule book so <laughs> where's where's chrissy when we need her yes um <laughs> so now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back 
It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. Uh, Tommy is going to talk with Holly and, uh, he's, uh, again, now Tommy has been talking a lot about, uh, about, uh, Sam. We, we mentioned this a few days ago that, uh, that, you know, when they were talking to Sam about distancing himself from Nick and Bella, because Nick and Bella are going to drag him down. Uh, they were, everyone else was super excited about it. Like, oh, Sam is willing to jump ship. He's willing to come with us. And then Tommy said, I don't care about the truth. I don't care about what he's willing to do. He should go down with the ship. Uh, Sam is dangerous. He's good at competitions. He's likable. And you all want him in. That's not good for us. He's, this guy can win the game. And he hasn't forgotten that. I mentioned this yesterday that they were talking about taking the shot at Nick. But I was I was sure that Tommy wanted to still take this shot at Sam. And it is still the case. Um, the plan is... For, for Tommy's plan is that next week they target Nick. They put Nick and Bella on the block and they say, Hey Sam, we're keeping you safe. You won't be nominated. This is just about Nick and Bella. They have been the ones that have been talking all of the crap and in going behind people's backs. So Sam, you can come with us. You can jump ship. We're going to allow that to happen. We're going to pull you in. Everything's going to be fine. Then they vote Nick out. And then the next week they backdoor Sam. Yeah, and Sam's right back into the position he was before. Uh, I honestly, I thought going into this week, Sam was in such a very, uh, it's such an amazing position because he had the opportunity to kind of sway sides, no matter which side he went to. Now I feel like he's kind of in a worse position than he's ever been because of the fact that he is that middleman. And I, I think that if something can happen where some kind of power dynamic shifts or someone says something or Bella runs and tells someone something else, I feel like Sam's in trouble for the next couple of weeks. And I, I thought he was in a good position, but now I'm starting to worry for him. And I, and I like Sam. So I, I, it's unfortunate for his game. Yes. Uh, so yeah, Sam definitely in trouble here. Tommy, obviously looking to take the shot there. Um, I just love, uh, I love the cutthroatedness of this plan. Uh, obviously have a lot of issues with the people from, uh, six shooters, but, uh, but just the way Tommy describes this, I was just like, Oh yeah. I mean, smart gonna, on Tommy's we're part. Pull, we're going to pull him in and then we're just going to slit his throat. Um, <laughs> like, Oh boy. Um, it, 
And it, that's why you don't win the vetoes when you don't need to, especially mm. back to back in the first two weeks. You put a target on yourself unnecessarily. I don't care if you're getting a trip to Fiji. Yeah. You know, go watch Love Island. Go on Survivor. That's how you can go do your Fiji thing. But no, you're, you're putting a target on your back that doesn't need to be there. And now they're seeing the writing on the wall with that. Yeah, that's why you don't win vetoes. You don't have to. And that's why you don't wear vetoes around all day when you don't have to. Cat. <laughs> Cat. Cat's going to get herself into even more trouble. So we might as well start now. <laughs> Uh, uh, she right, definitely didn't it. need to win this veto. And uh, as as memeable as it is that she's wearing it around, it's not good for her for her game. Um, but she's going to essentially talk later about how uh, I think that she's willing to make that trade off that she actually does care more about <laughs> airtime than about the game. Um, and she's unashamed of that. Um, Honestly, she's doing a good job of it. Yeah. I mean, she's succeeding in her in her goal. Her goal is to get airtime. She says so uh, in various conversations that we'll talk about soon. Um, so uh, Kat is going to talk with Jess and uh, she's going to talk about her frustration with Jackson. She's really frustrated because Jackson is spending so much time with Holly. She's uh, she thinks that's stupid. She doesn't understand why Holly is so much more valuable to Jackson in the game than she is. Why, why is that? Why is Holly more valuable than me? How come how come Holly is the one that gets to hang out with Jackson all the time and he values her, but not me? That's no good. No good. Yeah. Yeah. He has uh, a little jealousy coming out there. Yes. Um, she says, uh, hey, you know what? And this is this is part of why I have some hope for David. If David comes back, so you know, what? if David comes back in, it would be great if David took Jackson out. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> <laughs> and i i mean that's high hopes i i think it could happen it's it's a possibility but uh yeah my dream is that if david comes back in he pretends to be cool with jack and jackson but is actually secretly pulling finally managing to pull cat and jess away from that group because now they actually have somewhere else to go in David. And I'm hoping that he can also be the bridge between uh, Kat and Jess and Nicole, who will still be in the house, I imagine, um, because they uh, they kind of hate Nicole right now. But David is hopefully smart enough to be able to say, it doesn't matter if you hate Nicole right now. You need to work with her. And if he's able to pull Nicole in and maybe even if they're going, if they're dumb enough to go after Nick and and Bella and leave Sam hanging in the wind and David hanging in the wind because they underestimate him. Maybe he's also able to say, hey, Sam, look what they're doing. Don't believe them. And if they're able to get Sam in, then now that's five people and they'll be able to take the remaining person from Nick and Bella, even though Nicole, I'm sure Nicole is willing to let bygones be bygones. I don't know if Bella would be, but uh, but still there's uh, actually no, that's going to screw everything up. He's going to approach Bella and then Bella's going to rat them out, even though she's on the block. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were so close, Terry. You had such a great, great idea going on. I was really excited. You got me all amped for this. And then the Bella thing came in and you totally crushed my dreams. Uh, yeah, no, it's the writing's on the wall with this season because it, it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. I'm trying. Uh, I'm trying. I know. In a perfect world, and we finally have some kind of alliance forming against the big alliance, and maybe they can go head to head. Maybe we could have a, a Faute level six situation, maybe with the, a Faute side that doesn't suck so bad. So maybe we could have something good happen in this Big Brother 21 house. But no, the Bella factor always has to come in and ruin everything. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. So uh, Kat also tells Jess that Jackson thinks they have a final two, but her real final two is Jess. Um, Bella is going to talk with Nick. They're going to get into it because of what we talked about before that Nick has been uh, flirting a lot with sis. He's been cuddling a lot with sis. And so the jealousy is finally going to uh, come up in the front forefront of Bella's mind. And she's going to confront Nick about it. We talked about this last night on the recap that this is something that's been brewing for a while. Obviously Uh, both Nick's infatuation with sis, sis's flirtation with Nick and Bella's jealousy over it all. She's been talking for, uh, for weeks now. Um, just little comments here and there that she doesn't actually believe that Nick is into her. She feels like the second choice. And I can't speak 100% to this, but it does kind of feel like maybe that is the case. Nick did voice something similar to that a few weeks ago early on when he was talking about how he maybe liked Sis a little bit more, but he wasn't sure that Sis felt the same way. So Bella is going to confront Nick about this. And part of uh, what also what makes this even more impacting for her is that Now, there was talk before about how she was living with somebody and all of her stuff is there. And so it's kind of a delicate situation, whether she's going to go in, uh, you know, all the way with Nick. And we're going to get some more information about that, that she says that this person that she was living with, that all of her stuff is there. Her car is there. uh, Is under the impression that they're still in a relationship, she says. Well, her stuff is going to be thrown outside anytime now. Um, it's a yeah, very strange way of describing a relationship <laughs> is they're under they were under the impression that we were still I think maybe she's saying that she secretly broke up with this person, but just didn't tell them about it. Yeah, that's very strange. Uh, if they watch this show at all, like her stuff is definitely out on the you know front porch area. Um, yeah, no, I. I can't understand her situation. It's really strange to me because how do you do that and leave all your stuff in the situation well, she, back home? She apparently didn't need, like that's what, what I've, like she, she just disappeared. Like she was living with this person. This person was under the impression that she was in a relationship with this person. And then she just disappeared because she didn't even tell them she was going on big brother. I guess that was her way of saying that they were broken up. Just disappearing to go on big brother. I don't know. Like my girlfriend sitting right over here. If that were to be me, I would be dead. I would. She yeah. would come into that house, find me, and pull me out, and be like, "You're done. Goodbye. No, we're done." And this computer wouldn't be here. My TV, nothing. Yeah, my well, life would be done. Imagine you woke up one morning and uh, and your girlfriend was gone. You're like, where did she? Where did she go? And then uh, you turn on the TV, and she's in the Big Brother house, and she's showmancing someone else. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, no, don't don't put me in that position, Terry. No, yeah, no. Uh, first off, she would never. But yeah, no, that would be absolutely awful. I couldn't imagine being this person. I like what Rob said. Where is this guy? And why is he not like trashing her on Twitter or talking about the situation? Is he just no idea that that this she's even in the house? Like, how is this not a thing? Like, we need to try to figure out what's going on with this guy and his true his true feelings about the situation, because the way she describes it is terrible. It is terrible. 
Honestly, I, like, I look. Far be it for us to uh, to to try and and uh, speculate too much about this whole situation. But yeah, we don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if this person didn't even realize where where she was. I don't know. Like, uh, it, like it's. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, uh, she didn't film her intro package at this place. She filmed no. it at uh, with her mom. So um, you know, <laughs> he's just wondering where the rent check is. Um, Rob uh, says, can we get him on a podcast? <laughs> uh, but let's let's be honest. Like he he's definitely should be on the next season of Big Brother just so we could get his side of the story. That that would be great. But yeah, no, he might have no idea. We we don't want to speculate too much. But the five minutes after Bella is out of this house, he'll find out because she'll go and tell him. She tells <laughs> everything. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I showman's Nick is because it was going to happen anyway. And so I figured I might as well just lean into it. And the only reason I didn't tell you about the big brother thing is because I knew that uh, I knew that I would get cast anyway. And so I just decided I would leave and then come back and then tell you afterward. And so that way I wouldn't have to deal with you being out. I, I can't even come up with a fake version of this. <laughs> Oh man, I just oh to be a fly on the wall when she gets back to, to her normal life situation and see how the situation plays out. Because you know maybe she's a mastermind and she's masterminded her whole situation back home. Maybe she's going to do that in the game. Who knows? I, I I feel bad for her boyfriend or whoever he is. Yeah, well, uh, like I said, there's still a lot that we don't know about the situation, but uh, a lot of this has come straight from uh, from Bella's mouth. So that's uh, that's what we're talking about here, and uh, so. That so all of that is combining into like she's now sort of you know jumped in with this thing and and it's definitely ruined uh, a portion of her life outside of the house and she doesn't even feel like uh, like Nick even likes her that much and so she is going to confront Nick about all of this flirtation and cuddling and all of this stuff um, but of course before she goes to Nick there is one person that she want that she confides in uh first i don't know if you can guess who that person might be uh I do not know, actually. It's Tommy. Of course, it's Tommy. Oh, of course, it's Tommy. Yeah, okay. Talks to Tommy about everything. Of course, of course, of course. Um, So she talks to Tommy first, and Tommy's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'm totally, totally with you. I think that that that's definitely inappropriate, and I would definitely be upset if if that were me." Um, So (laughs) um, she uh, she is going to confront Nick about it. She says she doesn't like it. She says, "I watch you get up every morning and just stare at the spy screen." watching sis for hours Uh, (laughs) you're always talking about her you're cuddling with her right in front of me like i don't like this and nick is just like all right all right that's fine whatever we can stop i'll stop oh once again the showman stuff yeah no it's the whole sis dynamic is really funny to watch just because like i feel like sis is just kind of into the attention and Nick is into the fact that Sis hasn't fully given him her attention. And Bella's just sitting there being like, um, excuse me, I'm the one giving you attention. And it's that whole 
dynamic that's just very very much so what i hate about this house <laughs> yes uh, <laughs> she also gets upset when he kisses people on the cheek like christy uh because we need more people jealous of christy in the house and uh and so he says he says he's gonna stop he even talks to the cameras a little bit he says uh you know i i, I didn't realize she felt that way or i don't know no, he didn't say that he's uh, he says that uh he, he doesn't like that she feels that way and then he has he has wronged her and that he is going to stop and uh, and show her that he likes her from this point forward um and so he uh he is going to go to sis and say no more cuddling no more flirting it needs to stop bella doesn't like it uh i still love you but at, at a distance um yeah. do you think it'll stay do you think he'll stay away from that temptation i think so i i, I think so yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I believe that he really will. I, I kind of believe that he's going to still do what he wants to do. And I, I think it, I don't know. I don't know how much it'll affect the game, but I feel like he's still going to have that temptation knowing how Nick has played his game so far. I mean, he managed to, to, when he talked to sis, he managed to not be like right up on her. Like he usually is. So, uh, he managed one conversation. I think maybe, maybe, you know, baby steps. We'll see how far it goes. But, um, I will say if for some reason, Bella left before Nick, that's another story. Yeah, It's a different story. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, All right, so we're then going to get some kind of blow up between Kat and Jackson. Uh, The feeds were down for this, um, so we did not see it happen. But there was a lot of fallout from this blow up. Uh, We're going to get a retell about it uh, a little bit later so we can sort of piece together what might have happened here uh most of the retail comes from cat herself jackson wasn't really talking about it as much and so uh obviously this might be biased in any in one particular direction here but uh but it's all that we have because the feeds were down now i think the one of the main reasons the feeds were down for this blow up is that uh, a lot of it had to do with diary room conversations uh and i think that that's what uh initiated the blow up in the first place um, and so there was also a lot of talk about like diary room sessions and how that uh, pertains to how you're portrayed on the show and uh, and and who's making who look bad and all of that stuff. And so I, I believe that is why the feeds were down for this particular argument. Um, so Kat describes the situation uh, as as such. She says that she called Jackson out. Because she had heard that he was saying that she was always running her mouth. Um, I believe that that was something that he was saying in the diary room, I think. So I think that she was saying that, oh, you're you're in the diary room saying that I'm always running my mouth. I don't like that. It makes me look bad on TV. Um, so don't be doing that. Uh, now, Jess is the person that told her that Jackson said those things uh, about her in the diary room. And so uh Cat is going to tell Jess about the situation and Jess is going to be upset with Cat because she's like, well, now he's going to know that I'm the one that told you about that. Um, so Cat is going to continue to say that uh, Jackson responded by saying, why, like, why do I say you're always running your mouth? Because you are. 
Because you do. You always run your mouth. Um, and she says that he gets really aggressive in this conversation uh, and that she did not feel comfortable. And she said that she responded by saying that, hey, you you know, you can't they can't make you out to be anything that you're not on the show. And I am kind and emotional. Those are two things that I am. And so that's how I'm going to look on the show. Um, and apparently David stood up for her at uh, at some later point part of the uh, the blow up um, but again we didn't really see much of it uh, now when Kat retells this to Jackson she says that uh, Kat, uh, Jess, Jess kind of or sorry when Kat retells this to Jess Jess kind of uh, sticks up for Jackson a little bit says hey you shouldn't be poking at him anyway um, multiple people are going to say look he just he hasn't worked out in like six days so obviously he's got some pent up aggression like excuse me <laughs> Um, I, I don't think that's how it works. Just letting everyone know as a person that works out, uh, I, I don't get pent up aggression when I don't get my workouts in. In fact, I'm probably even lazier because I'm not working out anymore. And as a person who doesn't work out, I don't get that pent up aggression either. So how dare you never worked out. You should be the most aggressive. (laughs) I should be the most aggressive person on the planet. Yeah, I'm here <laughs> laughing with you. Um, my work I, is my work. I just okay? don't understand why, like these, these, uh, both Holly and Jess said this phrase, like, uh, like it was an excuse for what Jackson was doing. Um, so that's uh, that's apparently what's going on there. Uh, that that was that was the gist of what was happening in the blow up. But of course, like I said, um, we did not see it on the feeds. I doubt we're going to see it in the show because it wasn't even uh, allowed to be on the feeds. So yeah. um, and I do like that David stuck up for Cat in certain ways, and I. I, I don't see why Jess fully was on board with backing up Jackson well, at least a little Jackson. bit. I know, but I just, uh, I, I feel like the situation still counts for him being wrong in that situation. I, I don't know. It, we, they don't know the full situation either. You know, they don't see what we see. So I can't fully be down on her because of that. Yes. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to know exactly. Obviously, from my own perspective, I am biased against Jackson given his past behavior exactly. in the house. So I am more inclined to believe that he was being uh, overly aggressive in this conversation. Uh, but it does seem like most of the people in the house uh, back up more of Jackson's side of things. Uh, and they seem to think that Kat was a little bit more at fault. Uh, obviously, I I'm also biased in the sense that I don't particularly trust the judgment of the people in the house. So, uh, you know, that, that, that would be my take on, uh, on the situation. But, uh, but again, we did not see it. So it's hard to say for certain, um, so uh, there was also talk about there's now sort of uh, some rumors going around. Tommy is going to say at one point that Jackson was warned. Um, I don't know if this is a second warning or if he was referring to the first warning that he got. Uh, but there's talk about that. Uh, there's not enough. We don't know enough to or I don't know enough, at least to say confidently what that 
warning is about uh if it was a second one or if it was just the first one and then also cat referred to something that jackson told her she said something along the lines of that he has been in a domestic violence situation before and so that's part of why she felt uncomfortable when he got aggressive um now of course this is again uh we know very little about uh about this it was uh there were no details were said (laughs) i haven't heard any of this come from jackson himself uh and and as far as I'm aware, nobody has ever dug anything up on him that has come out uh, that, that having anything to do with this. He has referred to situations in the past that have been very bad for him uh, and that uh, he, uh, he that he couldn't talk about on the feeds. So um that's uh oh yeah. apparently well yeah evil dick, here's the thing guys evil dick has me blocked on twitter so uh, i can't i can't find anything that he posts so i here, i apologize here I'll, I'll pull it up real quick for you um but yeah no he uh, where's it yeah so he was able to pull up basically the record of uh his police arrest um and it breaks down that it happened in Two twenty-five, two thousand eighteen. So about a year ago. Um, that, 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 he, that corresponds with like what he's, I think, been referring to about like events that happened um, yeah. that he can't talk about. Yeah, and it was a, basically it says domestic assault, and uh, that he was released on bail, and that um, yeah, he was never he was arrested. It said it doesn't know for sure if it was convicted. So yeah, it's, I don't think he was convicted. I think they said that he wasn't convicted. I read on online, but um, yeah, no, it's, it's still a very crummy situation to like, especially to bring that up. And also the fact that he was in that situation, maybe that's why production gave him another warrant. Now this is all speculation. I have no Mm -hmm. idea, but maybe that's why, because he was getting heated in that situation, maybe he did or said something that, set off the alarms because of his background with domestic violence. And I'm, I'm not trying to put that out there because I don't know for a fact, but that could be a situation where that's how it came in and got involved. Yes. The, uh, the situation with production. Yes. Uh, the, the way that, that Jackson was describing the situation um, that I remember hearing him talk about a few weeks ago um it sounded to me like he was saying, and, you know, obviously this is generally how I imagine most people would talk about this sort of thing if they were involved. But the the way that he was talking about it was like, oh, there was some kind of, um, you know, unfortunate circumstance that he was partially at fault for, but also um, that there was a, it was complicated and, and, and so, so on and so forth. So um, I'm sure that after the show gets out or once uh, once Jackson leaves the house, he will be able to respond to uh to these uh you know to explain the situation now that it's out there um but uh but certainly something to note that uh that this was something uh on his record i guess uh and that uh he did tell cat about it and cat said that it did make her feel uh uncomfortable when he was getting uh, aggressive in the uh the confrontation yeah, and, and Holly has brought it up too somewhere along the lines of uh, what's been going on with his background. So uh, that well, that's what uh, Evil Dick alluded to when he said Beth said that Jackson was arrested <laughs> or convicted. So because you know that's how that's his code name for her. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, now don't know the full uh, details of the situation because we didn't get to see a lot of it. Um, but that's all we know. 
Yeah. And uh, I, I like I, I get that uh, <laughs> Rob says maybe that's why he's changing his name to Mickey in case anyone Googles him. I mean, I, from my perspective, if you're going to go there on a show is. like Big Brother, you shouldn't refer to things that uh, that you and not talk about them because now the information's out there and he yeah. has not defended his himself from from whatever. So people are just going to assume the worst as I think they probably should, given given what's on paper and that he hasn't said anything about it. So um, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, all right. So that was that was that. Um, Kat is going to talk with Holly after the whole blow up and they are going to make up. Uh, you know, it's oh, you know, don't worry about it. Like, I hope this doesn't impact our relationship and our friendship. And it doesn't. They're loyal to each other. They know each other outside of the house. So um, even though there's a lot of tension here, they are still going to always be loyal to each other. They make sure to clear the air there. They're, again, talking a lot about diary room sessions and, you know, oh, I, I might have said a little bit of this, you know, to you. I might have said a little bit of this to in the diary room. And the the uh, the, the, the the house is 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 hey don't talk about your diary room sessions and and they're like well yeah but i just uh i just you know i i was i i felt like this was i essentially what happened here is that um they were still concerned that there was tension because it was still a storyline on the show and they were still getting questions about it and so they were like uh well i was still getting you know in there i was getting some questions about this and i was like uh and they're like what do you not understand about don't talk about your diary room sessions? Yeah. Um, so they were going uh, off last night. They were on that buzzer ready to go. Yeah. They're very annoyed with cat there. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but they, but they clear the air. They, they I mean, they even said like, well, Hey we, guys, we got to hash this out. Don't you want us to make big brother history? Um, cause they, they need to hash it out. They need to get back on the same page and they do, they do. They're back on the same page. They're of course still working together. It's them two to the end for sure. Not Jess. She says not Jackson. It's Holly and cat. Um, so that's that's how they uh, that's how they feel about that. Cat also is going to talk about how much she hates Kemi. Kemi's the worst. Why? Why, Cat? Cat, you're really ruining a good thing we have here. You know, it's really First you hate Nicole, now you hate Kemi. Uh, apparently, she's been messing with Kemi's water bottle. She was like, oh, did I tell you about what I did to, Ke- to Kemi's water bottle? And Holly's like, yeah, yeah, you, you already told me this. Uh, and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I saw her walking around with, like, a clear cup the other day, so clearly, like, she knows that, you know, her water bottle's messed up. Um, and she's, like, so giddy about it. Um, and uh, she's like, oh, my gosh, she's the worst uh you know what i want to say i want to say no i'm not i'm not gonna run my mouth i'm not gonna run my mouth and then holly goes well did you hear about the cortisone oh boy (laughs) flashback to the night before kemi walked into the bedroom and she wanted to uh, use some cortisone cream from uh from christy uh and so she 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 globbed some out and a little bit of it got on the towel that was that was there in the bedroom and uh she like kind of looked at it and kind of like just tried to wipe it off with her foot um and then uh and then left or started to leave and uh and jack was like 
Um, are you just gonna wipe cortisone on the towel and then leave without saying anything? And Kevin was like, ah, you got me. <laughs> um, like it was an awkward situation. She clearly accidentally got cortisone on the thing and she did try to wipe it off. And I, I, I presume that's kind of gross. Uh, I guess that cortisone can, I don't know. I, I, are people really using full length towels to like, uh, like totally, um, like clean their I don't know I don't know what's going on here it's probably kind of gross is what I'm uh, gathering but it's it's not really my area of expertise um but 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 regardless the reaction to this is going to be extremely overblown it was uh obviously just a mistake and it was awkward and maybe it was gross but whatever um and so Holly tells this story to Kat, and there's going to be a lot of complaining about this from various people and various trash talking of Kemi because of it. Um, but Holly tells it to Kat after Kat was like, I'm not going to run my mouth. And then Kat is like, oh, you know what? I am going to run my mouth. She is such an entitled bee. And there's the summary of Big Brother 21. Yeah, it's it's just a little cortisone. Like it was an accident, whatever. Like, let it go. And the fact that it's blown up to what it is it's very very frustrating yeah and to be clear because some people were like oh cat is reacting to the cortisone story no cat hated her before the cortisone exactly Um, the cortisone just was like she she opened the floodgates she's she's uh, and and by the way if you're unfamiliar with the usual update rules um that aren't take the 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 updates that aren't right after mob attacks uh we we do like to keep the language a little cleaner and so uh i'm not talking about the insect b i'm talking about some other things um and so she's such an entitled b uh it's she's oh my god she's the most entitled B I've ever met uh you know what America she is going to look really bad to America America is going to hate her she is the only one in this house that is going to look this bad to America I love the censorship Brent would have just said it uh, <laughs> but yeah no I I it's cat like come on like it's not that big of a deal like let it go I I I hate that she hates Kimmy so much because we all love Kimmy and we love Kat and it's really unfortunate to see. Um, but yeah, she, she really needs to let this anger against Kimmy go because it, it's really starting to get out of hand. Uh, Kimmy's like basically one foot out the door. So just, it, just let it go, Kat. Just let it go. It's, uh, it's, oh yeah, 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 Kat. America is going to hate Kimmy. The one of the best people in that house. <laughs> it's not going to happen, Kat. Lay off a of Kimmy. Leave I'm, done alone. I'm done with you. I'm, I'm not laughing along to your jokes anymore, cat. <laughs> yeah, you can take off that power of veto already. Um, uh, so Holly, sis, Christy, and Jackson are going to talk about the blow up. And uh, Jackson says, we can't trust cat. We can't trust Kat to vote with us. And if information is leaking to the other side via Kat or Jess, then we could be in danger of being the replacement nominee if the veto is used. Maybe we should consider asking Kat to not use the veto so that there is no possibility of replacement. Because if we do go on the block, we're then relying on Kat's vote to stay in the House. So just throwing that out there. Uh, and. The idea is considered here. They even talk about potentially 
taking Jess out because if Jess is with Kat and Kat is with Nick and Bella, then that's kind of dangerous. And maybe they should just get rid of the wild card element and get rid of Jess. Um, but Holly is firmly against this. Holly says, no, no, we can trust Kat. We can trust Kat. Uh, Jackson says, you know, it's just something to think about. Just throwing it out there. And so Jackson leaves and Holly continues to insist that they can trust Kat. She says, my, my gut tells me that she's trustworthy, that uh, we just had a long talk. It was fine. It was very good talk. Everything's fine. We can trust Kat. And Christy starts to go, you know what? Yeah, you know, maybe we do just get paranoid sometimes. And Holly, Holly says, exactly. Yes. Yeah, see, I mean, look. Kat and I, we have a lot of mutual friends. And uh, if we betrayed each other, it would look really bad to those people in real life. So let me let me just say that. Maybe I'm putting too much faith in that, but that's what I want to say about that. And so they they agree to move forward with the plan. Nothing has changed, but this is the first indication that Holly has given anybody outside of uh, herself and Kat the, that, that she did know Kat outside of the house and that, uh, that there are other influences and other incentives to keep them together, working together. Um, and, uh, and now she is using that to say, Hey, we can trust cat. And she's also, uh, really like telling Christy about this. And, and my, my sort of, uh, read on this was like, it's really dangerous because Christy has already suspected that, uh, that Holly knew Jackson before coming into the house and jackson did follow holly on instagram so it's not the worst read in the world um christy obviously knows that herself and tommy have a connection prior to coming into the house so she's already suspicious of other people having the same sort of thing so i i definitely feel like i wouldn't i would not be surprised if we got a conversation between tommy and christy at some point today where christy mentions what she heard holly say and that that is going to put more of a target on holly and cat um because obviously it should um but so we're seeing this approach from all sorts of different angles obviously this holly and cat connection is uh is huge and is definitely a part uh, a massive part of influencing the season in the direction that it's going yeah, we finally get our first glimpse of Holly revealing any kind of aspect of her and Kat knowing each other outside the house. So um, I, I agree with you. Christie's read on the whole Jackson-Holly situation, and now she has a feeling about the Kat-Holly uh, situation. She's really got a good read on what's going on. Now, if she took it a step further and somehow was able to piece together that in past seasons they've brought back duos and they brought duos into the house have known each other, maybe she'd be more weary that other people know each other too um but i don't know if she's fully on board with thinking that there's more than just you know maybe the four or six different combinations um so i uh, i agree with you i think that this is kind of dangerous for holly's game she's really putting herself out there to protect cat who's really not fully aligned with her and not fully able to trust her but I see where she's coming from that she wants to protect her because of the fact that she knows she's not going to go against her. So it's kind of a catch 22, I feel like, because you're, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Um, but we'll see how this plays out for her. But I don't know if this is best for Holly's game. I think it could really 
kind of muddied the waters for her. Well, I think she was doing fine until she admitted that there was a real life connection because exactly. I, I do believe that Kat is fully loyal to Holly in this situation. I do believe that those outside incentives are in play and uh, and Bella or sorry, and Holly was already doing a good job of convincing them that they should trust Kat without introducing the information about their real life connection. But she just couldn't help herself and she had to throw that in to, to make sure that they trusted Kat. And I think that 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 might end up backfiring on her um, because there is going to be more conversation about Kat later on within Six Shooters where they're now really starting to sour on her. Um, And so... Uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. But we do have the conversation be- between Kat and Jess where Kat is explaining what happened with Jackson. And Jess is kind of, uh, you know, sticking up for Jackson a little bit. Um, Jess tells Kat that people have the perception that Kat is just there for airtime with all her catchphrases and all of the jokes and stuff like that. Um, and they uh, they feel a little bit frustrated about that. And Kat is just like, so what? Why is that a bad thing? We're on TV. That's why we're here. Uh, I'm not saying I don't want to win, but you know, come on. Uh, everyone's trying to get airtime. That's that's the reason we're here to get airtime. Um, and so uh, Kat is going to go on to explain that to Holly and David as well. That, yes, yeah, she's here for airtime. So what? Um, people shouldn't be mad at her for it. Uh, so that is uh, that was another aspect of what was going on there. Kat really just doing uh, doing a lot to just like, uh, all right. All right, Kat. I mean, look, you're you're good at what you do. You're funny. But uh, come on. Hey, she's giving us the entertainment that we've been wanting. I mean, we don't have anyone else in the house completely like her. So it's nice to see. But it's starting to affect her game um, going forward. Yeah. And uh, and and look, if you want to be the the fun character on TV, don't be calling people entitled bees. And uh, and don't be going don't be going after Nicole because she called you an outsider and you don't like when people call you an outsider. Yeah. Um, All right. So uh, sis is going to talk with Tommy. And uh, so. We're going to flash back to earlier in the day. I told you, Sis is feeling good about Nick. She uh, is feeling bad about Jack. She's wondering if maybe she should not be going along with what's happening. Holly tried to kind of talk her out of that, but uh, did not really have much success. So Sis is going to approach, of course, Tommy about this um, and ask for his advice. Like, what do you think? You know, I'm kind of confused. I'm torn between this Nick and Jack situation. I feel like I just I want to believe Nick. I do. Uh, I want. uh I want I want to believe him. I want to I I don't I feel like he's more loyal to me than Jack is. Um, But Tommy. Hmm. Tommy says, no, 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 no. Uh, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I believe Nicole when she says that Nick was really trying to get you out. I do. Because uh, I think and I could be wrong. This is just a theory. I think that was right around the same time that you first hooked up with Jack. And I think that he was jealous. And that's why he said your name. And this is starting to click with sis. Oh, well, of course. Of course. He's jealous. Who wouldn't be? Uh, that, oh, why would he do that? Well, he's jealous. That's, that's a motivation that sis can understand because she's playing Love Island. And so uh, Tommy is able to completely flip her around. And she is now like, uh, oh, man. 
I want to win HOH. I really want to win this HOH. I want to be the one that sends Nick home. I want to do it. She is completely 180 and uh, and Tommy just has her, uh, you know, he, he's holding her back now. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm about to go get him. Um, and uh, she's really raring to go against Nick. Uh, and then um she also then talks about like oh so what do i do with jack then uh like should i is it good for my game to stay with him should i be going uh, you know should i be distancing myself and tommy says you want my opinion i mean look it's just it's just my opinion just what i'm thinking i think that it's better for your game because I, I was thinking about this i think it's better for your game to distance yourself from jack because then when you know when somebody wants to take a shot at the group there's only one couple left jackson and holly if you're separated she's like but people already associate us don't they and he's like no no no. over time it'll change that uh you know jack's jack will stop you know kissing you in front of people you're not sleeping in the same bed but jackson and holly they are doing those things and so they're going to be seen as a couple you are going to be able to distance yourself from jack and she's like oh, you know that makes that makes a lot of sense tommy i love you so much i i hope you know i have your back a hundred percent you are my guy and tommy says absolutely i love you too i have your back a hundred percent uh so uh tommy doing a lot of work here flipping sis around getting her on the right track and then also pulling her in as a number four himself rather than a number four jack we'll see if that sticks but it was very fine work from tommy yeah it really derek-esque in a way to watch him play and, and control his words and his wording towards her to be able to to turn her to his side and to really have her take his opinion um, we, we don't see this a lot with different gameplays. Um, this is a very advanced form of gameplay. Uh, last week on the LFC, you talked about how, you know, Tommy hasn't really done. We are so thinking so highly of him, but he hasn't really done anything yet to really um, show why we think he's a top tier player. This is where we're starting to see those uh, those things come into motion. And mm. I love this gameplay by him. I think this is a huge, huge move. I think it's very smart, very strategic. Uh, and I think it's a way of getting your point across, even though he's not winning competitions, he's doing the work inside the house that he needs to do to really pull people to his side and advance his game going further because sis isn't coming after him anytime soon. And now sis is fully on board with him. Um, it, it's just a great, great move by him. And I want to see what he can do more going game wise towards uh towards other players in the house because if he has this control and and albeit sis isn't the best game player in the world i'm not trying to say that but the fact that he is really good and really um has the ability to change her mind and flip the switch on what she's going to do going forward is absolutely huge for him and i i just love to watch this kind of gameplay this is why we watch the show Yes. And, and certainly, you know, I'm sure there are people that are going to say like, oh, uh, this is sis. Of course, this is easy to manipulate. But the, the, the thing here is that a lot of different people are trying to be the person that manipulates sis. And Tommy is the one that wins out and succeeds in this scenario for now. Um, because certainly we've seen Christy try to do it. We've seen Jack try to do it. We've seen Holly try to do it. Tommy is beating them all at that game at the moment. So, uh, that's what makes it impressive. Not the fact that sis is going to be like some really difficult. Yeah person to manipulate um yeah. so uh jackson is also going to talk to sis they do not like cat 
they want her to go. She's just there for the fame. They're done with her. They're done with Jess. They don't want them to be dragged along much further. Um, this is all fantastic for Nicole um, because Nicole, Nicole and, and Cliff were prior to this week in a position prior to Cliff Notes being exposed in a position where, uh, you know, they were kind of attached to Grateful, um, kind of attached to six shooters, I should say. And they were in a position where Jess and Kat were going to be the expendable fodder. And then they were going to go after Nick and Bella and, you know, uh, Cliff and Nicole were going to be able to really slide in there for the long haul and hopefully be able to sidle in with some kind of uh, split off group and and form some kind of army and and so on and so forth. But then Cliff notes were exposed and Cliff and Cliff became in uh, got switched into the line of fire before Cat and Jess. So that was bad for Cliff. And then Nicole got exposed and got put into the line of fire before even Cliff. But then. Nicole started explaining herself and then she went behind Cliff and then Kat got herself in trouble and now she's sliding behind Kat and Jess and because of the explaining of herself and the fact that there's the tension between Nick and Bella and the rest of Grateful still exists she's sliding behind them as well uh and nicole is just getting further and further into where she needs to be to do some damage now she is still unaware that she has uh gotten that really great spot back and so she's still talking about a lot of things that could be very dangerous to her if she's not careful but for right now i love how she has managed to turn this around yeah, she, she's really done all the work she needed to do this week to really improve her game. Now, just sit back and let it go. I, I, I understand her predicament. She's got to make sure she's got her bases covered. But I don't want her to over-talk herself into a situation where she's going to put herself right back into the target range. So um, I, I love this for her. I love that her game has turned around, especially how everyone feels about her on the outside. We love to see her game improve. But uh, I, I just need her to calm down. Just let it let it work out. Let it play out this week. You're fine. You know, everything's going according to plan. Let's just let this play out now. Yes. And it should be noted that she is not out of the woods yet, that she no, is still completely. going to be put on the block and she still needs to survive this week in order to maintain that position and, and get further in the game. So uh, it's just and, and still part of, her will never, part of her will never fully trust, you know, the six. And, oh, and nor she, should she. No, nor should she. So I understand where she's coming from, that she's got to be able to protect herself. I just hope she doesn't say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing that puts that target right back on her. Yes. So final part of the night, this is running a bit long here. Uh, Lots, lots going on. Um, Sam is going to talk with Nick and then also in a group with Bella, uh, where he is again, finally going to explain to them, you know, just saying Sis, I was talking to sis right before you won HOH and she was telling me I should distance myself from you guys because shady stuff was going on. Um, And Nick is like, oh, yeah, but that was before Nicole, right? Because Nicole just explains everything away. All the sins are washed away because that's 
that's before Nicole and not after Nicole. Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, that was before. Oh, but no, also after she said, hey, you know, don't worry, because there's still some things that we we see what's really happening. And they were telling me that. So I feel like maybe we still need to be a little careful here. Um, and I'm like, oh, here we go. They're going to this is this is what they need to understand that these people are still coming for them. And here we go, Sam. Make the suggestion. Big move. Big move. Put one of them on the block. Try to get them gone. Let's do this. So I feel like we really need to get Nicole out this week because once we get Nicole out, we'll win their trust back. Yeah, I know. It was it was a real eye roll situation. Um, they just they just don't have the perfect read on this house. And it's unfortunate, especially I, I wanted them to make this move all week. I've been hoping, you know. Just do it. Just do the move. Sam brought it up in the episode last night that, you know, they're coming after you. Why are you just going to wait for the bullets to come your way? Why not take the advantage when you have the opportunity to take one of them out? And they just are. I don't know. For whatever reason, they're just not wanting to do it. They they don't fully believe that they're in the position that they're in. I, I don't understand how they don't see this. And now their move, their big move to get back in the, the good graces is to get out Nicole. It's just it's just so frustrating to watch. However, in a perfect world, I would have loved to have seen them make a move at, say, Jackson and Jack. And then Christy uses her power and somehow Bella goes home. That would have been fantastic to watch during Nick's HOH. But I, I just I don't know. I, I it, this week turned out to be a dud when I was hoping it could be good. Yeah, uh, they, I mean, there is there is talk about, you know, being suspicious that they are talking in groups without them and that they probably are turning on them. But the ultimate solution is that they just need to get rid of Nicole because she's the one to blame. She's the cause of all of it. And once they get rid of Nicole, then everyone will love them again and they don't have to worry. Uh, and it's incredibly naive of them is. is the kindest way that I can put that. Uh, Sam is also finally going to learn from Nick about uh, Grateful. They're going to explain uh, to uh, Sam about Grateful, um, you know, in, in more detail and all of that stuff. So that's about how uh how the night went yeah uh yeah it's i don't know it they the six shooters really have control of this week and uh i think there's gonna be some surprise faces on thursday but yeah it's i just was really hoping for a big move this week and we're just not gonna get in our you know as much as we love cliff i, I can see him go and be okay with it but at the same time yeah it really it it really is upsetting to me I, i'm happy we're not losing nicole don't get me wrong but I, I just wanted to see someone on the other side finally, you know, be lit or have a fire lit underneath them and make a move. And it's just not going to happen. Yes. So that's about what we have for you. Anything else you wanted to bring up, Bobby? Uh, no, just this is probably did we break the record for longest live feed update of all time? Like this, this one did forever. They've been long this week. There's been a lot. This has been a this has been a very busy, productive day. Uh, a lot of showman stuff, but also a lot of good gameplay too. So I, I'm I'm starting to get a little more excited about the season. I, I was kind of losing my interest a little bit, but now that see Tommy the way he's playing, it's starting to pique my interest some more. So we'll see. Uh, you know, a lot of season ahead. 
Yes. All right. Well, I will be back tonight with the Roundtable podcast where we'll talk through everything that happened this week and rate all of the players. So that'll be a lot of fun. Make sure you tune in for that 9 p.m. Eastern tonight. You can, if you want to, contribute to the survey for that podcast. I will be tweeting it out after this podcast ends and you can rate all the players yourself as well as the season as a whole and give all of your opinions about all of these things like the twists and so on and so forth. It's a lot of fun. I recommend you check it out at Armstrong Terran is where you can find that on Twitter. I'll of course be back tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on everything that happens today on the Big Brother 21 live feeds. And then to, uh, Wednesday night, I will be hosting the recap after the veto episode where Caitlin Herman will be hosting the veto competition. And then we'll, we'll, we will have Caitlin herself in the RHAP studios the night after that on Thursday. So, lots coming your way lots to check out i hope you enjoy all of it you can also of course find me on twitch twitch.tv slash taron armstrong where i do some streams and we talk about big brother and other things it's a lot of fun you can check out the discord that i have for that uh for twitch we've even got a uh, we're, we're, we're gonna create a book club in the discord community for the for the for the twitch stream it's gonna be great it's fun stuff fun stuff bobby <laughs> yeah um and i know you're gonna ask me but yeah you can follow me at Goodspeed Bobby. Um, also, my uh, sports podcast is on tonight on YouTube. It's called Club in the Goods. Uh, it's tonight, 10 p.m. to midnight, or you can just watch it anytime on YouTube. But we'll be live tonight um, talking about this week in sports. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us today. We'll see you next time. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.